this is something else I've found personally with me, but also with fighters that I've worked with. So everybody's different on this sort of scale. But for me, I always hated before the fight. If, if I could teleport to touch gloves in the ring and, and the referee says fight, that would be perfect for me because at that point onwards, I'm fine. But all the lead up, the turning up the, the on the day and, and warming up all that stuff, I really don't like it that I could talk myself out of it at that stage and thinking, why am I doing this? But as soon as I'm in there and touch gloves and fighting, it's like, yeah, this is why I do it. I love this bit. And after the fight feels great, you know, especially when I put on a good performance, um, win or lose. It's like, if, if that was a good fight and everyone enjoyed it and I was like, that was a tear up. <laughs> I really, really love that. Um, but yeah, the whole bit beforehand, I've always found that people would say, I look really calm that I'm a cool customer, but inside I'm all over the place. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Um, so that it, that outward perception is great that I'd got the poker face, but still inside I was trying to control all of this. Um, and especially when I was a little bit more um, with the personality traits, a bit more turbulent in how I was, a bit more perfectionist. I learned to kind of relax that off and like, as long as I'm giving it hundred percent, I'm happy with whatever happens. Um, that allowed me to sort of temper it all a little bit more, but there's still this roller coaster of like one minute. I feel like, yeah, I'm up for this. I'm feeling really good. And then the next minute I've gone all flat again. I'm like, why am I doing this? And I just, I realized that's completely normal that you're going to be peaks, troughs, peaks, troughs. Um, and actually, I only want to be at a peak just before the fight. So if I'm having troughs, those low points, all the way on the lead up to it, doesn't matter. All I need to do is trust that I know how to spark myself up and like, pfft, I only need to be good when I need to touch gloves. All the way up to that point, even if I'm walking up to the ring and I'm still feeling like I'm not sure I'm up for it, I'm not sure I'm up for it. It doesn't matter. I only need to be up for it when it's fight. And my my mental rehearsal um, and my real life experience has always been as soon as I've reached that point of touch gloves, I've been up for it. So I don't need to worry the fact that I personally feel really sleepy before the fight and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I know, I know how I work and I know that as long as when I touch gloves, I'm good to go. And that always happens. I know how to do that. Then actually if I can hibernate and teleport to that fight bit, that touch gloves, then I'm, I'm doing best by myself. So for me, if I feel sleepy, it's like, it's okay. I'm saving energy. I know that that's, that's my body, body going through stress and cortisol and it's making me feel lethargic. And that, that means I'm respecting the situation. I want to do my best. That's okay. Um, I can trust that I won't feel sleepy as soon as I need to touch gloves. And that's when it matters. So if I need to have a little nap and I'm trying to put some music on and I'm trying to tell myself I'm going to have a sleep, I've, I've never managed to have a sleep, to be honest. I've never felt that relaxed, but I felt like I want to. So I've just put myself in a position where I'm just like putting some calm music on or whatever and just trying to shut everyone out a bit. And it just makes people, especially if you've got headphones on, they leave you alone a bit more and your eyes are closed. It's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to disrupt him. And you can sort of pretend to have a sleep, even if you're not really. Um, and if, if that's what works for you, that, that works. Don't, 
don't worry about feeling sleepy would be my advice. And then like, if that's, if that's the way your body responds and that's what you do, let yourself do it. As soon as I'm wrapping my hands and starting to go through that process of warming up for the fight, that's my sequence that then I'm just building up, building up. And I'm, I'm th this, this kind of like, I'm, I'm lighting the fuse now to get ready to touch gloves in there. And at that point I need to start thinking about, right, going to get myself in this. And even in that period, there's very acute peaks and troughs with how I'm feeling. And I'm not going to worry if I go through a low bit where it's like, again, oh, I'm feeling like I'm not up for it again. It's like, you always feel like that. And you're always up for it as soon as you touch gloves. So let that go. The, the main thing I've found is with breathing. So very often I'll find that I'm going through a peak way too early. So I'll be in part of my warm and I'm like, I'm really up for it right now. And it's like, save it. It's I'm burning nervous energy now that I don't need to. So I will deliberately start breathing in a way that calms me back down again. So um, something I, I like for that that's really simple is something called resonant breathing. So when you breathe in, that triggers your sympathetic nervous system. That's fight or flight. That makes your heart rate go up, temperature goes up, all, all the blood vessels dilate, all that kind of stuff happens. When you breathe out, the opposite happens. Your heart rate drops, everything goes and calms down. So if you're breathing in longer than you're breathing out, you're going to rev yourself up. And especially if you're sort of shallow breathing, panic breathing up in your chest. Whereas if you exhale longer than you inhale, and especially if you're using diaphragmatic breathing, that calms you down and starts to trigger your autonomic nervous system to calm down. So a very simple way of doing this then is, is this resonant breathing. So I'll breathe in for a count of four, exhale for a count of six. So it's kind of like in two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six. So it's physically longer than in two. And I'll just work through a cycle of that for at least a minute or two. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh yeah, that's chilled me out a bit. It just starts to bring you down. And the opposite, if I'm starting to feel a bit flat and lethargic and I'm like, this is now time to spike myself up. I'll start breathing more than I'm breathing out. And I'll actually exhale with a short, sharp, almost my my little mental sequence here is I'll like I'll breathe in and then when I'm when I'm exhaling I'll I'll picture myself throwing my my hardest combos and I'll see them landing and rocking him hurting him all that kind of stuff so psychologically I'm like I can see myself doing damage as I'm exhaling like that I see like bah, 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 and I see him buckling and getting hurt and getting KO all this kind of stuff and that's like Oh, I mean, even just doing that just then, I can feel like <laughs> my heart rate's just gone up. I can feel there's that bit of adrenaline's come on. It's almost like the headlights behind my eyes have come on. I'm like, oh, I'm ready now. If I need to do it, that's that's when I sort of trigger that sort of breathing, that sort of mindset. And I know that revs me up. So we've got like two breathing tools, one that calms you down. If you're feeling like, well, I'm peaking too early here, I'm burning through nervous energy, just, just like chill out, chill out, go into hibernation a bit more, bring it down, bring it down. It's too early. That's that's the exhaling longer than you breathe in. It's the resonant breathing cycle and you're just trying to calm yourself down there. And then you've got the opposite when you're getting closer to a fight and you're feeling a bit, oh, I've gone a bit lethargic. 
I'll kind of bounce up and down on my toes a little bit more and, and, and start shadow boxing. I'll be like, and I'll, I might throw some combinations or even psychologically, I'm just thinking about throwing those combinations and landing. And it's like, oh yeah, that's lifting me back up again. And then again, if I feel like I've tipped over and I've gone a little bit too far, I need to calm myself down again. It would be like, right, four in, six out, bring myself down. And I'm just constantly trimming that to get it about right. And I just know that, say, as soon as I get through the ropes and I'm I'm in there anyway, I'm I'm game on and I know my head's gonna click. I've been here before, I've done it, I know, I know how I respond. It's now just put into practice everything I've been training. Let's see how this dance with works with this guy because it's it's strategy against someone who's a new opponent and what I thought might work probably won't, and vice versa. You know, I've got to go with the flow a bit here. But I know I've prepared well. I've got a good technical base that I've been developing. I've got a good physical base that I've been developing. It's now just, can I apply a strategy to mess this guy up more than he messes me up? Or is he going to do the same to me? And that's part of the game now. And it's it's not necessarily who's the best fighter. It's going to be who had the best strategy against the other guy to mess them up more. And I'm going to try and find that. Thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe and share with someone else it could help too. Please give the podcast a review or comment below. We'd love to hear from you. As always, you can visit heatrick.com for more Muay Thai performance podcasts, videos, articles and guides. Catch you next time.